0: Savage Mind Podcast. Uh I gotta call my own self out on this one. And that's what I try to do with most things. I try to hold myself accountable first because you cannot hold any you should not hold anyone else accountable until you hold yourself accountable first. Once you hold yourself accountable, and t- once we hold ourselves accountable and to the standards that we preach to other people and we want them to live by. We have to do it first to get them to follow. What I do is I hold myself to a certain standard and hold myself accountable first. And then I feel as though if it's loved ones or anyone in my circle or we're that important to each other, I can hold them to the same standard to a certain extent or else they don't need to be part of my circle. And and, and we don't need to be that connected with one another but you cannot do it with other people until you do your, hold yourself to the same standards first. It, I'll tell you what, let me get I'll get back to this later. When you live accountability, you live through action. You live your purpose. You live what you preach. Let me tell you one two things two things are going to happen. Those people that are all about it, they'll gravitate to you and stay. The people that are not all about it, That do not want accountability. That they do not like the truth. Even if you do it in private. They don't don't have the discipline. They don't want the discipline. They will gravitate away from you. And this is the truth. Most people are not willing to hold their loved ones. Loved ones means anyone. Doesn't have anything to do with blood. Are not willing to hold their loved ones accountable. Because they're not willing to lose them. Most of the time. We're willing to let them. Do whatever the fuck they want. To us or anyone else. Not keep their word. Not do what they say. Well, It's the same thing. Not keep their word. Not do what they say they're going to do. We're, we can talk about everything from addiction uh, to just simple things. We call them little things, but little things add up. <clears throat> I've said this many times in the past on this podcast. We don't hold people accountable because we don't want them holding us accountable. Excuse me. And the reason we don't do that is we let people slide with shit because we want them to let us slide with shit. Well, I'm not going to say nothing to them about this because then they're going to bring up this. That's the truth. I, I've, done, I've, I've lived like that for a long time. That's the truth. But when you start living your truth and you hold yourself to a certain standard and you hold yourself accountable. People are going to fall the fuck off because most people in this society do not want that. You got to be willing to let some relationships go just because you have a zero tolerance for certain things and certain things are non-negotiable. You're going to have to be willing to let some people go that might be a part of your life, your whole life. But the thing is, you're not telling them that they cannot be a part of your life. They're going to feel as though they're being attacked just by you saying, hey, this is how many times you were you said you would be there. This is when you said you were going to do it. We made a deal. I kept my end of the bargain. I showed up. I did what the fuck I said I was going to do. So on and so on and so on. And then what happens is they're not willing to do that. And when they're not willing to do that, you're going to have to decide, are you going to continue to let them as they are? To be those people, are you going to say, you know what, I love you, I care about you, but I got to limit my time with you in my life because I cannot continue to give and go above and beyond, and then you don't do the same. And sometimes there's a time, sometimes you have to have this conversation, but you can't do it in the beginning. The reason you can't do it in the beginning Is because you can't preach what you're not living yet. You let your action speak for itself. And the data will provide the facts. That's how it works. Because if you're not living it, they're going to say, well, you do this. You do that. Well, you didn't do this. Well, I don't see you doing that. Start living your truth. Start living your truth for a while for the rest of your life. And then they will have nothing to go by. They'll try to drag up old shit. And then what you can do is you can go back and say, when was the last time that happened? How long has that been? How many years are you going back? The reason people drag your past up is because it works. When they don't have anything else, it's what they do. So this is the longest I've been in a while. Uh, whew, again, no excuses. Uh, I try to gram, uh, ham, hammer and grind all the time. And, uh, And again, my purpose, my mission, no one else's. So uh, I'm about four days off from what I plan to do. But I'm never, I never, no matter how much I do, I never do what I plan to do. So I can, I've never given y'all false hope or false promises. All I can do is I hope that y'all stay around to see this podcast get to the next levels. And I say levels, levels. It will. Right now, I mean, sometimes it's here and then here. Sometimes it's here. And then here, sometimes it's this way. With everything. This is is for my life, training, life, finances, all of it. But you can't fucking stop. I won't fucking stop. And I think you know that. I want to go touch base on this again. I've had to say it many times. Because I see people are listening. Have y'all tried to go back and subscribe? Have you? It was my fault back in like June or July for making the changes. I took the hit. I went back. When I realized that I was on a restriction that I couldn't make any changes, if you know, I've already explained that so many times already. I'm not mad at anybody. I still rather you be here and not subscribe than not be here at all, whether it's occasionally or consistently. But I need y'all to go back and try to subscribe so I can see what's wrong. I know what it looks like on our end, but I need to know what it looks like on your end. I believe most of my listeners were at 5 to $10 a month. Please go back and do so. Your listener support would help. I get on other platforms because of this. See, I'm getting the downloads and I'm getting the listens, but without your subscriptions, I'm not. Again, it's not going to stop me, but it is a little bit of a hassle and I apologize for that. It shouldn't be that hard. So I need you to go back and try to subscribe. Reach out to me personally on any social media platform or text, phone, anything, because you know I'm not a caller and I need to see it in the text or message, please. So I really had two planned uh, this week. And then one of them was my fault. And then uh, Friday, I got sick. Uh, thank God it's already over, thankfully. I got real sick for about 24, 30 hours. And I thought it was food poisoning. Because I've had food poisoning in the past a few times throughout my life. And it's really uncomfortable and it sucks. And when someone else in the house got sick, the mama mamacita got sick. Same exact symptoms, same thing, and it was pretty much gone in the same amount of time. I knew that it wasn't food poisoning, so I was down for a little bit, not a lot. I mean, like twenty-four th- to me. And thank God, I think about people dealing with illnesses and diseases, and the, you know, I, I told I tell my family this every time I get sick. I said, "There's no way I'm going to be okay with being elderly and uh, being sick." It, Whichever one comes first in my life, I'm never going to be good. If I lose a day or two, I feel like I lose a week. When I lose a in the past, when I lose a week, having the flu or when I had COVID, I feel like I've lost a month. I can work through injuries better. I can work through injuries better. That's crazy. It's a. It's. A, I hate to sound like a cliche, man, but men can't handle the flu and being sick and throwing up or none of that shit. We can't. Women are far better with those things. I know that any women in my life handle it far better than I ever have, Uh, past, present, and future. The injuries, we do better. I mean, I mean, I know I do. I mean, I can have a break, a spring, a twist, a fucking pulled. I've tore muscles, uh, stitched my own cuts myself in the past probably couldn't do it now probably got a little bit too soft i've took them out of super glued cuts together i've had someone fucking disloc put a dislocation back in for me again not it's not acting tough these are things that really happened to me if you know me they really happened. i'm surprised this even looks like it does for all the shit that's happened to me in the past most of it has been over 20 years ago but i'm surprised this even looks like it's in one piece honestly I'd still rather deal with a fucking in, a a reasonable uncomfortable injury than fucking throwing up or any of that shit. Even for two, I'd rather have that for a week or two than fucking throwing up for one day. I fucking hate it. So it threw me another two days off. So seven or eight days were my fault or whatever it was. Six, seven days, and the last two days wasn't my fault. That's what we'll chalk it up. So let's get to this. Uh, something I was had on my mind recently, and um, I don't know how many people translate it this way or I, I I know in a sports world I feel like they just to see if you see me squinting I put my glasses on so I have two pair of glasses let me get off subject real quick so I have two pair of glasses these are reading glasses as you can see they're pr- pretty thick I can see better but I also can see the reflection of the phone the video and everything else because I still don't have the lighting right and this still ain't going to be my studio this is a room in the house excuse me, these are my wearing glasses, still can see the reflection, I like these better the way they look, but when I'm looking at the screen, them are better, so I took both of them off, if you know my glasses history, nobody seen me with glasses, mainly my whole adult life, I started wearing bifocals when I was about 7 years old, I'm almost legally blind in one eye. And I continued not to wear them for 20 years, and now I have to. And I still do not wear them the way I'm supposed to. Wasn't intentional. I just lost them in my early 20s and never went back and got anymore. So now in my late 40s, I'm forced to wear them to pass driving tests and vision tests and things like that. So that's why I don't have them on this. So if you see me squinting, that's what it is. Yeah, I still squint even for that. So something that I know that I probably got this earlier in life from athletics and sports. But I don't think that people realize how many things this applies to. and um, where it, how it translates to other things in life. And I know I want to talk more about this later. There's something I want us to get in, to think about on this subject. Uh, and the only reason I remember because I was maybe about 10th grade when a coach told me this. And I really didn't understand it. At that age. And again, wisdom doesn't come with age without experience and self education, failures and trials and tribulations and all that. I thought, I'm not, I'm not, this is not about sports and working out and training, but I'm just relating it to this. <clears throat> I thought when I was younger, especially not being around men, not having any athletes in the family, again, I'm gonna get to the other things besides sports, besides this, was, um, If you just worked out and you keep, you keep training hard and you're, you're doing as much as everyone else around you is doing or more. And then you're, I'm just right now, I'm speaking from an athletic or, or sports standpoint that you continue to get better. And that if somebody's getting better than you, they must be working harder. And that's not true. Most of the time it is later in adulthood truth, but that's not true. It's just, that's not true for sports. That's not true for training. That's not true for where you're at financially in life. That's not where you're at in the position in life. That's not true for height. That's not true for weight. That's not true for education versus intelligence. I could go down the list, and this is is what I'm talking about right here. There's people who peak out early in life, and there's people who are late bloomers. Y'all know what I'm talking about, especially in sports? Late bloomers. Early peakers and late bloomers. So I remember again, I did not let's just speak from a at that time when I was a teenager in high junior high, high school, stuff like that. A coach came to me one time. I, I never used to say names in any of these podcasts or videos unless somebody knows that and I've made it okay with them. Which is this. I probably didn't work as hard as some of the other athletes, whatever school I went to, no doubt. And that's for another podcast. I don't try to live my life around a, when I was younger in sports and things like that because that was that much of my life compared to what is my life now. It's kind of like people who live in the past. A lot of people who live in the past are in their feelings a lot. I'm going to talk about that again in another podcast. People that live in the past are in their feelings a lot. A lot of these people seem to self-medicate a lot. People that live in the past think their best, best days are behind them. They feel like those were their glory days and they'll never be better than that again. And most of the time, no matter how happy they seem, what they've managed to accumulate, most days in front of them will be shittier than the next. Does not mean they're walking around depressed all the time, but people who live in the past seem to be depressed more. They feel like they can never accomplish what they accomplished then. My best days weren't in high school. My best days weren't my 20s. My best days weren't my teen years. My best days are from now going forward. I have to see it that way. But I understand, and I, I don't want to make this, this is not about sports or athletics. I want to connect this to other things in life, and I want us to get back to it on another podcast. I know I say that a lot, but look, if you listen and you tune in, no matter if it's a year or two years, I'm going to fucking get back to it, and you know it. Uh, if you know me, no, know I don't forget shit. Just because you think I forgot or you forgot don't mean I forgot. And I'm going to remember it most likely the way it happened. Uh I had a coach come to me? I guess I was about 15, fifteen. I say sixteen, in between sixteen and seventeen. I didn't understand when, or real early on, from probably age thirteen to f- right at sixteen. Man, I was really strong, really young. If I if I talk to people now, who. they're at a certain level with weightlifting or they got to a certain level with running or sprinting or powerlifting, whatever it was. They don't – some of them, you would never think that we were so further along at a younger age. We didn't slack. We didn't stop. We peaked early. A coach came to me one time, even though I still was reasonably above average. He pulled me aside and talked to me, and he goes, I want to tell you something. And he goes, and this is not – I can't remember exactly how the conversation went. This is just, in a nutshell, the overall hitting the bullet points. And I was frustrated with my 40 time. I was frustrated with my lifts. I was frustrated. And again, I partied a little bit in high school too much. Never did drugs. I'm going to say this, no matter what, I've never did drugs in my life. I drink too much at a young age. I drink more then than I do now. That's unfortunate. That also had a lot to do with living on my own at a young age. And I also had to be responsible for myself, which made me not get my ass in trouble anymore at at a a little bit older age. We'll we'll talk about that in another subject, too. He said, uh, you know that a few of y'all, even junior high, from junior high coming into high school, y'all were men among boys. I said, what do you mean? He goes, y'all peaked really early. He goes, we noticed things like that. And then he broke it down to me. He goes, why do you think that you're a junior and your 40 time was faster as a freshman? Why do you think you're in here lifting every day, lifting on – even after after school, lift at home on your days off, whatever it is? And you, I mean, he goes, even if I know you're not running, you're always lifting. And he goes, and you're hitting your maxes on anything, and then you're at a standstill – are you barely increasing sometimes you go backwards and I was super frustrated he goes some of these kids didn't develop as early as some of y'all did he goes and they're going to keep growing and he goes there's a chance that maybe you don't grow anymore and he was right and I still had some I still had the athletic ability I still could have went further than I did looking at my constituents at any school I went to truth some of that was my fault, some of it wasn't. Maybe that's for another podcast when I have some of the people on I want to talk with. Uh, again, when I have guests on, it's going to be all over the place. It's going to be these same subjects. Just, these subjects are different subjects, but I'll have someone to go back and forth with. Can't wait. Again, in the meantime, I got to do this. And I think of, I, let, I, I didn't know how much peaking early applied to other things in life till later, until later in life. Now, there were still people that were behind us in sports that still managed that we knew didn't have the ability we did still went further in us. And there could have been different things, different different elements and different characteristics and ve- variables that contributed to that. Could have been better grades, could have been they were focused more. Could have been. Uh, they took. They took uh, higher classes that they knew were, were going to get them into college. They could have been. They could have not fucked around on the weekend as much. Whatever it was, they could not have got involved in a relationship. Whatever. Those things are true, but some of them weren't. Some of it was your framework at home and who you knew and who your family was connected with. That's for a different podcast, but that's the truth. So, this is just like a. I'm just hitting the bullet points in this because what I want to talk about er early peakers and late bloomers was some of us peaked real early in our development of our bodies and our athletic ability at that time. We didn't understand it. If you think about what I do now, I've went a totally different direction than what I ever did. I fucking hated distance running. You ever think I would be an ultra runner? I never fucking would imagine that. And it became because of injuries, it came because of tragedies. It came because of other things. I never knew that this is a journey I would be on. Well, peaking early also comes in, with a, in a lot. It, again, it applies to every category of life. Some were, some of us were in a position in our twenties. And again, I'm speaking from different, depending on what what social classes and what standards and what position and platform you came from from your family. I'm speaking from the platform I came from. Some of us were in a position in our 20s. That sounds crazy. When you're 20s, you're still supposed to be figuring it out. No, in your early 20s, I don't think you should have kids. I don't think you should get one job and stay on one job. I don't think you should stay in the same community. I don't think you should get married. No, I don't. That's me reflecting back. I don't think anybody should. No, I don't. That's for a different podcast. But some of us were in a position in our early 20s. Going into our early 30s that were far further than people that I knew in their 40s and 50s. Example, I'm not in that. some of the financial parts of it and investment parts of it. I'm not in that position now. I'm not in the savings and retirement part that I was at when I was fucking 28 or 30. Does that seem crazy? But I'm in a better place mentally, spiritually, physical and mental health and relationships. Again, talk about that later peaking early and late blooming applies from everything to your to your your physique your growth of your body and mental its finances its relationships its education its wisdom people peak at different times and i didn't understand that then So I can connect these things now to people that I know now. Let's just take, if it's in the running community or starting their, their, maybe they're 15 years into having their family and their children. Maybe our kids are 20, 18 to 30. We have kids from 18 to 31 at our age. Some of our friends have teenagers that are just graduating and we did too, but we've had kids for the last 30 years. And we have grandchildren. Sometimes what they're doing now, we did 15 years ago. And sometimes what they did 15 years ago, we're just getting to do now. So on and so on. I mean, this is a lot to unravel. But I think this is an important tool and an important mindset to... Keep with us in life. And this, the reason I say that is because a lot of times we feel behind. I had to really wrestle with this the last 10 years. I had to really wrestle with the, these decisions and, and and frustration and questioning myself at a certain point because of these relationships and environments. I decided to cut off and let go which required me to start over. This is everything from finances to jobs, careers, people, friends, mindsets, fucking habits, and uh, 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 physical performance. I had to decide I'm willing to go back to where I was 10 or 15 years ago to get out of what I'm in, if that makes sense. I want to talk more about this because this is another subject that I could I don't know that I talk about a subject that I can't go deep with, but I want y'all to think about this, see where it's at in your life. I mean, again, to a lot of people, where I'm at, well, even if they don't say it, financially, retirement, those kind of things. I'm, I've, see, this is what was, This is why you can't fucking listen to people. I'm irresponsible, and I, I, I'm not where I should be at at almost fifty. But when I was in my twenties to thirties, I got told. Mo- all the time that I was way ahead of the game and they they hadn't knew very many people at all in their life that came from the environment and, and the place that I did that was responsible as me. I didn't all of a sudden become irresponsible. This is what happens when you take big risk in life. And let me tell you, let me assure you, it was very much fucking worth it. I would fucking do it all again. I would do it two times, three times, five times, ten times over. Yes, I would. I would still never invite any of those people or things back into my life. Because being the person I am is far more valuable than those things. I can get those things again. Maybe more, maybe less, maybe take longer. Maybe more. It may be double or triple. But the same people that criti- criticized you for taking those chances and taking the risk are probably the same ones that told you to go for. It. And they are the same ones that will not tell you later, good job. It's just like support. No one is going to support you until you, till other, till they see other people support you and it becomes popular. They're not going to give you any, any kind of fucking credit or acknowledgement for the fucking hard shit in between. It's kind of like that fucking hyphen in between. Nobody's going to give you any acknowledgement for that. Only the results. And that's why you can't fucking listen to people. Most of these people don't know who the fuck they are. Most people live their entire life worried about what other people fucking think of them or what they should be. In the meantime, Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, YouTube, Savage Mind Podcast. Love y'all.